Hey everybody, this is Quickie Nog back for the second episode of Quickie Nog Gaming. And right off the bat, I just wanted to say, uh, so the last couple days I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for the next episode. And I was talking with my friend uh, Cam, and he came up with a great idea to do sort of a debate, uh, 2D Zelda versus 3D Zelda. So he is going to be joining us in via the mobile app on Anchor. And so he's going to be talking about 2D Zelda, and I'm going to be talking about 3D Zelda. Cam, do you want to say anything? Uh, yeah, um, hey, it's Cam, and I will be talking about Link to the Past most of the discussion today, and I think Quickie Nog is going to be talking about uh, Ocarina of Time, so let's get to it. Alright, uh, so for our first segment, I think I'm going to be starting out. Um, I'm, obviously, since I'm talking about Ocarina of Time, and I'm representing the 3D Zelda sort of side, um, I think one aspect that the 3D Zelda has that 2D doesn't would probably be, you know, like the overall atmosphere, like, uh, you know, Ocarina of Time, for example, just when you're exploring, just when you're walking around, you have that sort of like you feel like you're in the game, whereas a 2D Zelda, not that you can't feel like you're in the game, but it's it's limited it's to a sense. Right. And uh, like. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Twilight Princess, but that or Skyward Sword. I feel like you can really get in like when you're flying around on the Skyloft. Like it's just it's amazing. Yeah, and, those games are very like cinematic in like their presentations. So yeah, it's a lot easier to feel like you're in the game. I will say, yeah, it does have an advantage with that. Uh, it's easier to carry along the plot because you have you know more capability in cutscenes and just the you know the plot and the dramatic. I don't know if that's a word, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I got it. And I, I didn't really want to talk about Majora's Mask because it's so similar to Ocarina of Time. But uh, since we started talking about, you know, the plot and just stuff like that, you know, lots of people say Majora's Mask is just, you know, Ocarina of Time, but it's all side quest. Uh, I really, I, I agree, but disagree uh, because I've, I feel like it's story is actually better than Ocarina of Time, just in the sense that it brings out more emotion. That's something I feel like the 2D Zeldas don't do as well. Like the 3D Zelda, you have, you know, all the NPCs you talk to, and just the feel, like, in the colors and in the, the way the game presents itself, that, you know, you kind of feel a mixture of, like, depression and, you know, like, happy, you know, like, it's more of a somber type game, but it really does a good job of, bringing out the desired feelings like if yeah, it, and, uh, talking about majora's mask i actually feel like the story is told through the side quest like you can't get the whole experience right just playing the whole game right like i've i've tried playing the game the first time i played through it i just kind of rushed through it and then the second time i played it was amazing like i love it it's probably one of my top three zeldas uh, favorite zeldas just because it's so like it's deep it's not shallow by any means yeah i do have a confession to make i've never played majora's mass i've only watched it like three times from like youtubers and all that but like from what i've seen i would probably love the game yeah it is definitely good and i do um i do really love the 3d remake i feel like they do a better job of fixing up some of the, the mechanics like um it's easier to put on the masks and stuff like that and it really brings out like I said, more of the color in some of the areas, and it feels just more, uh, what's the word, 
I don't know if intensive, you know, intense, I guess it's, it makes the, the good moments good and the bad moments bad. I don't really know how to word that, but it like, I don't know. All right. Uh, so I think, did you have anything to say cam for this section? Also, if you don't mind me touching on real quick, uh, I feel like for 3D games, another one more advantage it might have would probably be, I feel like the villains are better. I don't know if that's fair to say because the 3D games, like, I don't, they just have a different overall presentation, but the villains, I'll be honest, I've only played, I haven't completed Skyward Sword 100%, but, um, what is it? Gareham. Yeah. Like he's talked about as one of like, the most unique, you know, villains in the whole franchise. And like, I wasn't sure about it at first cause Oh, he seems a little sketchy and a little colorful, but after yeah. playing and getting at least to that point, you know, with some of the gear him cut scenes, it's definitely like, it's obvious. He is a pretty unique villain. Yeah. Like you got to the point where, um, I think it's, uh, Link and Zelda and, um, gear him's like dancing around Link and he does that weird little, yeah he's not just your average you know ganon or ganondorf where it's like okay brute force take over the world blah 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 it's really like i don't know and that i feel like it's that way with uh, uh majora and the majora's mask it's more of a psychological evil rather than yeah. a just you know powerhouse yeah. I don't know what to do, so I'm scared. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily he scares you because of his, you know, his force. He scares you because... Intimidation. Yeah, yeah, intimidation, and he's unpredictable. You don't really know what's coming next. But yeah, I, I do give that point to you. Yeah. Villains are the beginning villains, because it all usually goes back to, like, Ganon and some dark, big power. Yeah, and I, I really hadn't given it much thought before, like, oh, villains. You know, I thought I had a slight edge, but... I don't know. I was looking at it more and more, and I just feel like uh, when I looked at that, it was more and more evident. Mm-hmm. But, but also, how many games feature Ganon as like the later villain? Like the second half of the game, it turns out. Yeah. Ganon's back or trying to come back. That's true. Like, like I was like, okay, I wasn't surprised because you know I had, the game had been out for a while before I played it, so I already knew kind of the whole storyline of it, but. Mm-hmm. I do feel like that was kind of like, oh, you know, it's not just in your face. Hey, you know, Ganon's the bad guy. Ganon's trying to take over the world. It's more of a, oh, wait, Ganon's trying to come back. Okay. You know, the plot thickens. All right. So, um, if you don't have anything else, I think we can probably stop segment one here and take a break and get ready for segment two. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. All right. We'll see you guys back shortly. Hey, everybody. We're back for segment two. This time, uh, my friend Cameron is going to be talking about the 2D Zelda side of things. Cam, uh, give us your thoughts and opinions. All right. Okay. So, um, one thing I do want to say about um, like 2D Zelda is that you get that sense of like exploration. Every single tile and like Link to the Past, like, you know how on screen 
it's like one tile and you see all the enemies and trees and all that. Right. And so um, everything has like something to do. Like you can either uh, like burn down a specific tree to see if there's an item there or there's something going on in each screen. Uh-huh. But in like 3D Zelda Ocarina of Time especially, Hyrule Field and stuff like that is so bland and empty. There's really nothing to do with that. Yeah. And I... so I feel like if you're like wanting to have like an adventurous feel, you get to explore way more in like the 2D games than you do in the 3D. Right. I do. I do. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I agree with you because uh, if you don't mind me bringing up Minish Cap, Minish Cap was like that. Where when I played it, uh, I had to burn down, you know, like every bush and you know cut every bush and check every tree because you never knew when something new was gonna pop up. Whereas I can see where you're saying Ocarina of Time was like, I knew where everything is at. Especially playing it as much as I have, I feel like it's harder to learn something new about it. Yeah. And there's so many secrets that you can just overlook in the 2D games because they're not necessary to the story. Because like, it'll just give you rubies and stuff, but you still feel rewarded for finding it because you're just sitting there like, hey, I just found something that's hidden and I feel good about myself. Right. So I think... I say that's what like makes Zelda Zelda is that exploration uh, exploration of finding new things. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, next uh, thing I want to bring up is like the temples and uh, dungeons and all that. Oh yeah. And so in the two D, uh, it's more focused on like one room puzzles and then maybe some like large over up uh, like puzzle that goes through the whole dungeon because like um. I think it's in one of, like, the third dungeon in Link to the Past. There's this one room where it's just a bunch of, like, uh, cannonballs, like, spinning out. And you're having to click all these little tiles on the ground. Yeah. So that way you can get past the room. Mm -hmm. But in, like, 3D Zelda, it's, hey, you have a bow and arrow. Look for an eye in the room to unlock the door. (laughs) Yeah. I can definitely feel you on that one. And, like, but you do get more, like, a cinematic puzzle. Because, like, in uh, the Dongo's Cavern, you're blowing up the skull, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that feels more rewarding because you're figuring... It feels like you're doing something really big. Right. But in, like, the 2D games, you're, like, using your mind more. And it just feels like you're doing puzzles over and over again. And you're accomplishing something small uh, by small task. Slowly get to the finish line. Yeah, I can... Yeah. I, like... I like the forest temple from Arcane of Time where you have to find the four paintings and the ghosts or whatever, but I can see what you're saying. I feel like they definitely reuse those a little bit, especially considering they pretty much reuse the same thing in Twilight Princess. Uh, I do feel like in 2D Zelda, it's a different dungeon every time. Mm-hmm. But I do have to give a point to 3D is that y- the dungeons there have way better like environments and like the dungeon itself like tells a story. Yeah. Like in the 2D games, it's just like a new uh, coat of paint over each dungeon. Right. Like the only unique one was like a Thieves Town, where you're actually tra- uh, tra- like transporting the villain to the like boss arena instead of like trying to make your way to it. Yeah, I can I can agree with you on that one. I do feel like in terms of 2D versus 3D, when you're talking dungeons, I feel like it's more quantity versus quality. Whereas uh, 3D is probably quantity, considering they have more rooms, but they're not as necessarily hard or challenging. And 2D is, I feel like, for the most part, easy. But then, like you said, you do have that one room 
where it's like, okay, like this is, you know, this is a puzzle. I have to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, there was one time when I was playing Link to the Past and I got stuck in the, um, it was like the water uh, temple for this game. Mm-hmm. And I was stuck in there for an hour just because I couldn't solve the puzzle. Yeah, I mean, challenging. people people talk about the water temple from Ocarina of Time, but honestly, I feel like any water level and <laughs> I don't know why water levels are just tough. I've never been a fan of water levels yeah, or water this temples. Yeah, because it was a water level. It was more me not looking at all the possibilities. Yeah. There was a room that was, didn't even like feature water. Yeah. Was, um, you get a hook shot in this uh, dungeon, uh-huh. and so you're supposed to like, uh, look around and see there's a hook shot like the place you can shoot yeah like across the room that's how you're supposed to solve it yeah i i've never 100 link to the past but i've only played it a couple times on my friends uh you know the snes classic edition uh so i probably only played oh. like the first 20 or 30 minutes i played the first two three or not two or three like one or two dungeons but i do have to say it is a really good game all right so uh next point uh, this is not really promoting 2D dungeons, more like saying what's wrong with 3D. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the bosses in 3D are really repetitive. It basically oh, seems yeah. like in every dungeon, it's, hey, you find this item, use it on the bus, uh, boss, and then slash it with your sword like, it, it, three yes. times. It, yeah. And then the 2D, uh, there's a lot of cases where you get to find that uh, item that is weak to outside the dungeon, like in the overworld, mm-hmm. to bring it in to make the fight easier, or... You can go at it like different ways. So yeah. I feel like 2D has way better of advantage of bosses. Yeah, so as long as you're not talking about the original Legend of Zelda where they reuse, you know, each... Uh, the each, dragon. The dragon appears like five times and, you know, especially... Hey, I had an extra head. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Good point. But I think, what was it? I was playing through that on my Let's Play on my YouTube channel and uh, I think it was not like the Ganon's like castle or whatever but the the last dungeon it's like the lion or whatever i think its main thing is that it uses every previous like boss in that is like they're all mini bosses i guess or mid bosses or whatever and so it's like oh this dungeon is just full of old bosses i've already beaten and you would think that like they buff them up or make them stronger and like they really don't yeah but it also could be like showing like how strong you've gotten in yeah, adventure, but you know, yeah, I it's can. also old game which didn't have that much. Yeah, I like, can see that memory. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever played it. Uh, you know, Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. I, I have not. okay, yeah, I've tried to play that. That's probably I'll say one of my least favorite Zelda games, just because it doesn't really feel like a Zelda game to me in that many ways. But you know, some people like it. But I've heard that the dungeons in that game, or what are supposed to be dungeons, or like bosses, I've heard they're not that great. But I didn't know if you had played that. Uh, I've heard it's more challenging than yeah. actually, like, uh, like it's too difficult to be like fun. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I've kind of heard. It's more of like a checking it off the task list. Like, okay, you know, I just did this instead of yes, I finally beat this. You know, I've never done this before. This is so cool. It's more of, all right, great. Now I have to go on to the next one and beat him. Like, my overall view of, like, 2D versus 3D is, do you want, um, like, an extravagant story and, like, um, good 
cinematics and all that, like mm-hmm. a glorified movie, or do you want to be uh, exploring a world, getting to know, like, be immersed to get stronger to defeat the overall villain? Because, mm-hmm. like, in the 2D games, they don't focus on the story because it's trying to let you figure out the world instead of right. just showing you what's happening. Right. I do, yeah, I can, I can see where you're going with that. Um, it is a bit of a sacrifice when you're playing 3D because, uh, you know, obviously, like what you said, I don't feel like the weapons are as good in 3D and, you know, the bosses are not as good, but it's more about the experience, like remembering it. Like, I'll be honest, I, when I play any 3D Zelda game, like Twilight Princess, Wind, Wind Waker, of course, uh, Ocarina of Time, you know, even Breath of the Wild, like, I remember when I play those, like... I don't know, I feel like it's easier to remember specific things, which is kind of like what you said back in the 2D section, where you said you have to burn down, you know, every tree or cut every bush, um, because, you know, everything looks similar, so it's very easy to miss stuff, and I yeah. can say, uh, I haven't played as many 2D games, but, I, like, even the ones I've played before, I find myself going back, because I forget stuff, just because, you know, everything blends in. Which, of course, I think it overall like, depends. Yeah. Are you wanting a good story or to explore? Right. So, the real argument is what kind of person you are. Right. It's what you want in a game. Are you looking for, you know, like you said, story? Like, some people see the 3D Zellas as just a glorified movie with, you know, Link rolling around yelling. Or do you want, a, you know, a 2D game where you're figuring out puzzles and, you know, the whole... I've heard it can be compared to, like, a maze or something like that. It's where you're just, you're just figuring stuff out. Yeah, I feel like in the 3D games, it's like you get to a new area, and then you have to figure out the story to get into the dungeon, and then the dungeon has a story itself. So right. it's just a bunch of, like, stories building up to the dungeons. Yeah. While on 2D, it's, hey, look, something's here. I'm going to go explore it. Yeah, I and I show. I just thought of this. I don't know if this makes any sense, but when you said about like the dun- a story leading up to the dungeon and then you know a story in the dungeon, it's almost yeah. like when you take three D Zelda story, it's like a path. Like you walk along it. It's like you see you're just following it and seeing what's next. Yeah. Whereas, uh, like what are those like the Russian dolls or whatever? That w- that imagine that represents two D Zelda and like you're opening up and seeing what's inside that one like. Yeah. It's getting it's a story inside of a story. I don't know. Uh, this also brings up, I think, my last point. Yeah. I think 3D is way too linear and easy to yeah. be enjoyable. Like, yeah. Just to me, like I still like the story, and like I feel like powerful being Link and going through the worlds and exploring and all that. But I feel like it's go to this area, do this. Go to this area, do this. Yeah. And so is it. Punishing you from exploring that area around it because Nobby's like, "Hey, go back to the main quest." Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that to a degree. I, uh, and I'll be honest, I, I used to believe that like that was my thing about 3D Zelda's. I was like, "Well, you know, I love them, but it's linear. It's just like a set of instructions telling me what to do next." You know, there's no room for exploration. But believe it or not, you can like I'm in the middle of doing it right now. I'm playing Arcane of Time, and you can do some of the dungeons out of order. Like, uh, you know, you can mix them around. It's the ones when you're an adult, but I'm trying that right now. And uh, I've even, I don't know if this is true because I haven't confirmed it, 
But I think you can do that for no, not for Majora's Mask. It's I, is it Twilight Princess? It might be Twilight Princess, but um, I don't think Twilight it's Princess is pretty linear. Yeah, like really linear. I don't think that uh, Wind Waker. You can there's some chances where it like splits into two dungeons where you figure out which one you want to go do first. Yeah, you yeah you can do that. I remember that you can uh like there's the what the air Earth temple, temple or the and, Earth uh, Temple and Air yeah. Temple. But yeah, I I can agree with what you're saying with it being linear. And also, there's so much like this is like off of Ego Raptors uh, sequelitis. Uh-huh. But there is a lot of waiting in that game. Yes, yes, like, I with can. Most of the enemy enemies that you see uh, target, yeah, you wait for them to do their attacks and be vulnerable. Yeah, or you wait to have them have an opening, use an item that's weak on them, and then go after them. Mm-hmm. In 2D Zelda, you're just slashing, trying to defeat the enemy before they defeat you. True. It's, you don't wait at all in that game. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's a lot of, like, that could be, you know, any Zelda game of just slashing, just slash, yeah. slash, slash. But a I, lot of times in a 2D, there's, um, like, a room where it's a puzzle and enemies, and so you're not focused on either one of them. You're just trying to get out of the room. Yeah. And so I think that's how they, like, counteract just slashing yeah yeah i can see that i will say one thing that a game probably nobody ever thinks of four swords and four swords adventures very underrated i like it nobody else does well it's it's hard to play those games <laughs> yeah it is but you need a gamecube for gameboy you only need a gamecube yeah yeah <laughs> admittedly i've i've never used it with Do you the need four copies of the games <laughs> i i don't know uh Maybe I'm. I haven't. I don't know. Uh, probably. Actually, I don't. I don't think you do. Uh. Oh uh, yeah, I think you plug it into the GameCube. Yeah. With the Game Boy adapter. Yeah. I think so. But um. But anyway, what what are you gonna say about that? I don't. I don't remember. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of an underrated. Like I'm not a big 2D Zelda person, but when people are talking about 2D Zelda, I'm like, hey, what about Four Swords? And they're like, really? You bring up one of the worst 2D Zelda games? I, I don't know. Four Swords, man, right, what can I, I say? <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. We'll be back shortly. Um, join us for the next segment. <coughs> All right, everybody, we're back for our last segment, uh, segment number three. Uh, something we wanted to start off with when we were talking between the break was uh, Breath of the Wild. It's kind of like a middle ground between 3d and 2d it is a 3d game but you know many feel like it's the best zelda i i don't know i love it but i don't know if i call it the best but it definitely has you know great exploration like cam was talking about yeah it, it's able to get all this exploration because the designers they like at the beginning of the process they're like we want to make a game that goes back to the original zelda and like how that felt but in a 3D environment. Right. And so that's how they built the game was like, we're going to make this huge overworld map with so much stuff to do, which is why they created the shrines, which I think the shrines are like the best part of the game. And like, the shrines were so fun. Yeah. And so it gives you that sense of exploration and like most of the things you get from the 2D games, except for like the puzzles and like the dungeons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it gives you that, but then it also gives you the 3D stuff, like, you can, uh, 
a better combat system. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a better story. It's more cinematic, but I wouldn't say a good story. Yeah. The voice and acting then, um, is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, what's your view about the 3D part of it? Uh, well, I really, I don't know if this is an accurate statement, but I feel like it's more, it has more to offer in terms of, like, stuff you're not supposed to necessarily do. Kind of like, if you, it's not full GTA, but like, GTA is LL, because there's so much you can do just to mess around, like, stuff you can figure out on accident, and, Mm -hmm. like, you can, like, when you're, like, when you're in the shrines, uh, and especially starting out when you're, uh, you know, learning the new stuff and uh, getting it on your little Sheikah slate, uh, like using the tools, you can just mess around with that stuff and have some fun with it. Like you don't have to like be in a rush to do everything right off the bat. You can just have some fun and, you know, explore and get used to all the tools it gives you in the game. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just more. It's relaxed. Yeah. It's more chill. Like, it's not set in stone. Like it, it's not linear. Like the open world aspect of that, like it's odd thinking about it now. It's like, Hey, why didn't, you know, Nintendo try this before? Like it's such a big hit. But if yeah. you're thinking back to it before when they're like, Hey, this Zelda's open world, nobody knew what to expect. It was kind of a risk, but definitely a big reward for that big risk. And like it took them forever to make this game. So like, yeah, they've been working on it for a while. Seven years, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, that's, that's crazy, just working seven years on one game, but that's, I can see why, because there's so much content in it, and isn't it, it's the first Zelda game with DLC, isn't it? With like the, yes, it is. Yeah, that, I didn't know what to expect at first when I heard there was going to be DLC for Zelda, I was like, is this... Well, uh, Triforce Heroes, uh, first DLC. Oh. But... Yeah, I'm not very familiar with Triforce Heroes, uh, but I was kind of skeptical at first. I was like, DLC, like, is this going to turn into, like, EA pay to, you know, get the story? But, no, it's definitely not, like, far from it, actually. I've heard uh, that... I do have a question for you. Okay. What do you think about the temples? The temples? Uh, well, the uh, Divine Beast, really. Oh, the Divine Beast. I... I like it. I feel like it's a, the way they went about it was very good. Like there, there's really not much I can say that I didn't like about it. Um, I remember the first one, uh, when I started off, I was going up, um, and I was, where was it? It was when you're getting the, you have to get like the electric shock arrows or whatever. And I was fighting the Lionel. It took me forever. And I was like, you know, I'm, Oh yes. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm never gonna get through this game because it's not worth it. But then I, I did, I beat that, and I got up, and I, you know, slowly you just progress through the story, and you know, you go to get Link's memories, which that was a great idea. I would have never thought of that. Um, but then the Divine Beast, I feel like, in a way, I don't know if they were trying to. I feel like they may have been, but uh, I don't think, I don't know if you'll know this because you never played Majora's Mask, but you know where there's the four. Uh, giants in each like section. Yeah, I feel like that. I don't know if they were trying to do that, but it seems a lot similar to that kind of. I don't know. I feel like Breath of the Wild. It it points back to very like so many different Zelda games. Like there's you know obviously points back to the original Zelda, 
But, you know, if you're talking about the divine beast and pointing to the four giants, um, I believe there is a like a tunic or something you can get if you go to is, is either all the shrines or like all the little uh, the Korok seeds or something. You can get like a the classic like link to the past or some kind of tunic where it's like the original. Um, the 100% shine process, I believe, is the original uh uh, NES Zelda. Yeah, it's like the hero's tunic or something like that. Yeah. But, but you uh, can get, uh, I think, almost every tunic in the game. Yeah, and, um, you know, I've heard some comparisons to Ocarina of Time. Uh, obviously, I think you can find, like, Lon Lon Ranch in there, I think. Yeah, uh, it's uh, destroyed. Yeah. But I feel that's like... That's cool Easter egg. Yeah, it's very... That's another thing, Easter eggs. I don't know, I, I just feel like it's... It's a complete game. There's no, like, real weaknesses, like, giant weaknesses. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of weaknesses, I want to go back to the Divine Beast because I do not like them. You don't? No. I like the concept of, like, the temples being right. these beasts that allow you to, like, uh, fight Ganon. But yeah. I feel like they implemented it so poorly. Like, mm-hmm. the puzzles inside the dungeons were so, like, basic just because yeah. they didn't have a new item to bring because of uh, the way they set up the game. Right. I can see that. Because they gave you all the runes in the beginning of the game, Yeah, they I feel just like couldn't do too much with the, the I puzzles did, in there. I did notice that, how they gave you all the runes just like right off the bat. It's like, hey, you have this, now you have this, now you have this. It was like, okay, like, am I just going to keep getting runes, or do I already have them all? Like, what's the deal with this? Yeah. And then, um, the only, like, like within those uh, temples is that you can control the divine beast but it's like the same like process every time if you get stuck move the beast and you get to explore more or solve the puzzle right and so it's really not that like diverse going from each one and each one has the same process you go to the people they have a problem you go find the uh, descendant of the hero the hero helps you get into the divine beast. You defeat the divine um, Ganon inside the beast, which is I, it's a sad cop out because I didn't like the design of the bosses. Yeah. And then the divine beast is freed. Yeah, the only problem I had that was, like you said, the whole like leading up to it was kind of similar. How it was, you find the ancestor, and it just kind of leads you in there. That I feel like they could have done a better job <clears throat> with. Um, they, they, I mean. You spend seven years on a game, like we said, and not that it was a bad idea, but I feel like there could have been a better idea, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they could have done differently. I mean, I'm alright with the idea, they just could have done more. Yeah, they could have added more depth to it, I guess. Look, I'm alright with the uh, Descendants helping you out, because each one was mostly unique. Yeah. But, like, it was the same thing, but, like, different scenario and like build up to it and so yeah. it was all right but so overall it feels like it was just there wasn't enough there to satisfy me right i can see that just gotta wait for breath of the wild 2 <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> here's just the uh, next question i have for you what do you think about the story and trying to find the memories to complete the story i feel like it was neat like when I, uh, when we first, or when, I guess when I first started the game and I was playing through it, you know, obviously he wakes up and he doesn't really know what's going on. You talk to the old man, he explains a few things, but not much. 
like when I was playing that and I was starting out, I was like, okay, obviously I knew right off the bat, this is not going to be the typical Zelda game. This is going to be something new and original. And I was playing through and, you know, uh, I, I found the first couple of memories and I was like, okay, this is neat. Like I haven't really thought of this before. And then you're trying to, you know, you're trying to save Zelda, but also it's more of, it's not just, Hey, save Zelda, save Zelda, save Zelda. It's, you know, look into yourself. Like what about link? Like not in a selfish way, just like it adds more for a guy that only says, you know, yeah, all the time is it adds more depth to him. Like his storyline, like, he is, and he still doesn't even say anything. Yeah, he never says anything, but it's like he really is, you know, not only a hero, but he's like he's a character. He's a guy. He, you know, he has emotions, I think, at times. But, you know, I I don't know. I like how they went about it, and I hope that they keep doing that in more games. Because I would be disappointed <clears throat> if they didn't. Not necessarily the memory part, but, like, just to where, you know, you're finding stuff out about Link. Yeah. It's like you're not really saving anything. You're just trying to defeat the evil. Right. And I, what you said about Ganon, I can kind of see that because uh, when I was playing the very end with my friend, we were talking about how some of the Lionels you fight like right before Ganon, uh, are they like, yeah, they're like harder than the actual yeah, Ganon fight. Like Ganon, this big bad guy that's been talking about the whole game, like building it up, like, you know, the final battle. And it's like really like I had more difficulty fighting these Lionels than I did. Which I I really liked the beginning uh, phase of it, but like the second phase was yeah. very just. It was just cinematic. It was just kind of like I they're... believe is still a problem with the 3D games. It's like yeah, it's just you feel powerful because the game wants you to. Yeah, it te- it's you feel powerful because it tells you that you are rather than finding out. Hey, you know I am powerful. I can see that. And so, yeah, that's basically all I have for Breath of the Wild. That, like, yeah. I, can, I can talk hours about shrines and like, yeah. finding and all that, but... Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it is a great game. Uh, I don't think I have really anything else to say about it that I can think of. Um, I think... I think this is okay for the, you know, for the episode. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You, you think it's alright? you have anything else to say? Well, I, I can, but I think we've already kind of said it. Uh, it's just, it's about what you want in a game. I feel like, uh, you know, it's what your preferences are. Uh, you know, what, you, what you're looking for, what you define Zelda as. Like, if you want story and plot, then you're probably more of a 3D guy. But if you like gameplay and dungeons and, you know, bosses, then you're probably leaning more towards the 2D side. It's just, you know... I mean, that's- yeah, I mean, I feel like it's all up, you know, to the the player, you know, the gamer. It's not really anything you can set in stone and say, hey, you know, this is better than this. This is the the best, you know. I feel like you can come to some mutual agreements, but nothing can be. It's just opinions and just thoughts. I mean, that's a problem whenever 
Nintendo makes such great games. <laughs> yeah, they make such great games. No one can really decide on which one is the best. Way to go, Nintendo. How dare I not be able to say which one's <laughs> better definitively? I know. How dare we not get, you know, the number... A bad and, game. Yeah. You can't give us a bad game so that we can, you know, say, hey, this isn't a good game. Like, even games, like, I thought, like, not hating on Zelda 2, like, uh, Zelda 2, even people, like, don't like Four Swords. Uh, I think we talked about Skyward it during the break. Sword. Skyward Sword, yeah, the mo- ooh, motion controls, don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> but or, I think we talked about it, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. That's one I haven't played a whole lot of. People people forget about these games, and it's not, like, I even do it, I'm guilty of it. There are games that I've never even played before, and I just want to turn on and be like, oh, this is not a good Zelda game, you know? But then you have, like, these crazy games have crazy fan bases, and they're like, no, this this is a good game. And then you play it. Like, that's how I was with Minish Cap. I was like, Minish Cap, like, this sounds weird. Like, this probably is going to be a weird game. I'm not going to like after 15 minutes. I'm going to put it down. And then I beat it, and I was like, wow, this is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, 2D Zelda game. Like, probably top five of my favorite Zelda games. Maybe maybe number six. But, you know, it's... You really just have to play each game. You can't you can't say anything bad. I mean, you can, but... Definitively, you cannot say anything bad about a Zelda game you have not played. Because you can get a new experience from each game. Which is why I'm starting yeah, Link's if Awakening. You're, if you're trying to figure out the problems with Zelda games, you're just really just nitpicking about stuff you don't like. Yeah, it's just preferences. Like, what you prefer, someone else might not prefer, and vice versa. Alright, you ready right. to log off? I think, I think that's it. Um, uh, last comment, Wand of Gamelon, best game. What, what'd you say? Wand of Gamelon? Uh, oh, no, you're forgetting, you're forgetting uh, the Faces of Evil, my friend. I'll say that for another episode. <laughs> yeah, that'll another episode, another time. Too much to talk about. All right, so that has uh that concludes our second episode of Quickie Non Gaming. Uh, thank you, Cam, for coming in on this episode. And no don't problem. worry, it was a pleasure. There will definitely be more with Cam because he has many wise things to say, and I love his opinion on certain things. All right, so. Uh, yeah, tune in next time. Uh, we'll have a great something waiting for you then. See you guys later. Bye!